Good afternoon, Richie. Good morning, Sin. We're all good night. Well, it's it's like it's past midnight for you. And if you've seen Singing in the Rain, you'll know that like after midnight, you do say good morning. There's a whole song about it. Good morning. Good morning. Ain't it great to stay up late? We might have gotten flagged for that. <laughs> okay, Richie. Tell me, what are we doing here this great morning? Well, it's a very interesting philosophical question. <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is part six of a twenty-one part series. <laughs> Are you sure it's twenty-one parts? <laughs> I think it's twenty-one. Okay, because we keep saying okay, twenty-one, but I never checked. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, it's twenty-one. Also, are are these DLC and main game notes? I don't think there are any notes in the DLC. Whoa! Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. We are in part six of a twenty-one part series. Mm-hmm. So, we're like almost a third of the way through. Yeah, we are talking about the notes of Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> she did think this was a good idea. Hold on to your hats; it's a wild ride. <laughs> If you thought people remaking lore videos from three years ago was getting sad, check this out. <laughs> And in today's episode, we are talking about the note that is in the house in Old Yarnum, that where the charred hunter set is. It's it's kind of on like a wooden, isn't like after a staircase. Yeah, and it says the red moon hangs low, and beasts rule the streets. Are we left no other choice than to burn it all to cinder? It's beautiful performance. Thank you. I did a lot of hand gestures while reading it out loud, but you couldn't see them. It's a shame we haven't upgraded to vodcast yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can witness that and your T Rex arms pose. <laughs> Four chins and T Rex arms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in an earlier episode of this amazing series. <laughs> Um, you were saying, like, has there ever been a red moon before? And then I said, "There's a note in Old Yarnum," and you got quite agitated because you said we can't talk about other notes yet. <laughs> okay, but that was yesterday. It was a different day. It was Friday. Yeah. It was night. I had a long week. I was tired. I didn't sleep enough. I had to wake up early. Today I took yeah. my nap. I had my pizza. I'm chill. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. So this is the only other one hundred percent verified red moon in the game. Uh, it's confusing because there is another reference to a red moon, but it's not clear if they are the same red moon or two different red moons. So there's been at least one other red moon prior to Mensis, and there may have been two. And the Mensis red moon. Do you mean the red moon that appears over Rom's lake after you yeah. beat her? Yes. Yeah. 
it's also like it's also not clear if um it's actually just the same red moon and like it was blocked after that so maybe the red moon hasn't stopped it's just rom held it back mm, yeah so tell me what the note is about richard so what happened was the healing church pushed beast blood pellets on old yanum Mm-hmm. which was something that they developed, like, in their experiments. And they decided, we're going to test this, like, on people. Um, right. This happens in real life, by the way. It's like, here we have this thing, we want to see how it works, so we'll test it on people, but we'll test it on, like, the old kind of shitty part of Yanam, so that if it goes wrong, uh, it's not a big deal, <laughs> as far <laughs> as we're concerned. That's basically Oof. what they did, and this this is something that happens in real life, too. Really? So, like, where in real life yeah. did it happen? Uh, how political do we want to get on this podcast? Okay, okay never mind. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay so. What happened was, the Healing Church developed beast blood pellets um, while they're experimenting with old blood. They don't know if, like, what exactly beast blood pellets are going to do. So they start pushing them on old Yana. They, like, introduce them there to sort of see what will happen. So the people in Old Yarn and they have this like highly concentrated old blood in them that's kind of like it's making them stronger, but it's also kind of like they're they're close to transforming. So then someone summons the Red Moon. And that causes the whole population of the town to transform. Right. The people who don't transform are Dura and Dura's two uh, companions. Do you have two or three companions? He has three. He has three. Uh, three, I think. One that's alive downstairs, one that we find dead, and one in a dream in the nightmare. Yeah, but I think there's a there's like an item description that specifically says he has three. Anyway, the only people who don't transform are Dura and his companions because they're not from Old Yana. They're hunters. So they are sent to kind of mop up what's gone wrong in Old Yana when things start to go bad. And they realize that, like, in some ways, the town can't actually be spared because everyone is transformed. So there's sort of nothing to salvage. So their response is to just burn the whole town down and, like, um, close it off. Again, going into, like, the way that Bloodborne is talks about diseases and stuff, it's just like, we'll just stop this thing from spreading. So we'll just, like, seal it off. It's like cauterizing it. Mm-hmm. And um, sometime after that, like, Dura realizes, okay, the beasts are not... Um, he's wrong, because <laughs> they still do attack you. But he thinks, okay, the beasts are basically, like, they're not really monsters, they are people, and they should be protected. Mm-hmm. But this is after it's all burned down. Right. And it looks like around Yarnum, around old Yarnum, you see there's untransformed bodies that have either been strung up or burned. And I think the idea is that maybe, like, because they weren't sure who was and wasn't going to transform, they were just killing everyone. Yeah. And we were saying this the other day when we talked about the Hunter's Mark, but the bodies that are strung up are strung up in, the, in a Hunter's Mark pose. Which seems to be like the sign of the hunters saying, "Like we we were here, like this is our calling card." 
So the exact question of where the red moon came from is never, um, it's never addressed because we know that that happened. And then there's a reference to the pale blood sky in relation to Lawrence beckoning the moon presence. So we don't know if like Lawrence beckoned the moon presence above old Yarnum somehow. Because Lawrence beckons the moon presence at the workshop, but the workshop is like, it's kind of near old Yarnum. So it's possible that maybe if you called the moon presence there, it might, um, I guess the position of the workshop was moved, which is infuriating, but like, he may have called down the red moon over old Yarnum when he, when he contacted the moon presence and those two events are the same, but it's also possible that his initial contact with the, moon presence and happens first and then old Yarnum happens after that because Dura knows about Hunters and Dreaming. And the Hunter's Dream doesn't exist until after Lawrence first beckons the moon presence. So it's not clear if they're the same event or two different events. Because <sighs> if they are the same event then like the first Hunter of the Dream would have been Dura. If it's the same night. Couldn't the burning of Old Yarnum happen after they summoned the Moon Presence? Yeah, but it's not clear if, like, there has to be a red moon over Old Yarnum. Yeah, because it says the red moon hangs low. Yeah, that is the note we're talking about. The other thing is that, um... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah, that is the note we're talking about. <laughs> this was your idea! I was just making an observation. I was just trying to think out loud. And you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> thanks. And that is the note we're talking about, you fucking idiot. <laughs> um, the other thing is that whatever kind of happened in Old Yana, we, it seems to be localized around the Church of the Good Chalice. Why? Because that... That church has had its roof seemingly blown off, and it looks like that's where the main congregation was, because there's all those dead bodies outside, and there's all those crucified beasts. And you see the the blood-starved beast is there, who we're pretty sure was a cleric, like, presiding over what was happening in Old Yarnum, like, when the Red Moon hit. So it seems like whatever was happening in the Church of the Good Chalice was, like, it's not it's not immediately clear if what happened in the Church of the Good Chalice was related to calling the Red Moon, or if it was just that the Church of the Good Chalice was where they were all taking communion. And then the Red Moon hit them harder because they were all full of beast blood after the communion. Do you think the Red Moon ever goes, you used to call me on my cell phone? Yes, it does. <laughs> That is deleted dialogue. It's been data mined. <laughs> okay, so who left this note? Presumably it is the dead guy with the chart hunter set on. Because this is a note that was left by messengers. Like, it's given to you by messenger, so it's like a note from a hunter to another hunter. Okay. And, like, when you meet that guy, he is in a- he's in a chair- He's, like, sitting down. He's not, like, a corpse on the ground. So I'm wondering if, like, maybe he killed himself. Like, just sort of because he couldn't cope with what he was doing. Like, he realized, like, do we have no choice? 
like we're left with no other choice. So it's like we're going to have to kill everyone, but I don't want to. I can't live with this. So a little bit like Maria. Well, the thing is also he is presumably the guy who had the rifle spear because you find a rifle spear nearby. But the rifle spear is not like near him. It's like on the ground. Although I think the rifle spear might be on a corpse, which implies that like there were multiple other maybe like there were other hunters, but only three qualify as Jira's companions. But yeah, and also like he he is in um, you find that corpse in a house, and like the bottom part of the house is absolutely full of beasts, but they're kind of hidden. So as you climb the stairs, they all kind of come out and start following you. So it's possible that, like, he he was trapped and he knew he couldn't get out of it, so he committed suicide after leaving the note. Interesting. Thank you. And what does the Japanese version of the note say? Uh, I think it's the same thing. Okay, cool. So could you tell me really briefly, because we have talked a lot about this in other podcasts in the past, what's the red moon and what does it represent? The cat is back. She's howling again. Um, <laughs> lunar eclipses happen in real life and they do make the moon go red. And that is seen as like an omen of like bad shit's going to happen. Specifically in Japan. It's like if there's a red moon, like, oh shit. But so the red moon in Bloodborne is not that. It is like a specific, like apocalyptic event. It's It's a thing that makes like you summon the red moon and it has to be summoned. It doesn't just appear. Like, it's not like a, it's not an eclipse. Like the red moon has to be specifically summoned through this ritual. When it happens, it makes the boundary between the waking world and the dreamland start breaking down, and that's what allows you to commune with the great ones. So, like when Lawrence wants to commune with the moon presence, he's got to create the red moon and then summon the moon presence. Like because the the barrier is weaker. And Mensis, like, Mensis want to call down the Red Moon, basically, so they can get back into the Dreamlands and finish the ritual they're doing there. Because they're currently cut off. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess that's it. Yeah. A svelte 41 minutes. But that's two podcasts. Yeah, that's that's weird because that means that implies that the note outside Old Yarnum and this one required the same amount of discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. We're on point. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, do the outro, okay. Uh That was note number six. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was note six of twenty-one. A in this series of Bloodborne note discussions. Mm-hmm. We don't know what order we're doing them in, so join us for part seven, which will be... <laughs> 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 <laughs>